change of season means longer days, better outdoor activities, and more ways to get healthier, including checking in on your health and wellness. With Everly Well, you can take action today by taking one of their at-home lab tests or by adding their vitamins and supplements into your daily routine. I love the supplements because it reminds me that I need to be taking them. But <laughs> so I've been doing it thanks to Everly Well, and it's been going great. They have so many different tests, yeah. obviously. But have you ever done a heavy metals test? Like Metallica? <laughs> no. Uh, but no, I did one years ago. Mm-hmm. And the results were that I was a little high in heavy metals. And it's because it's there, it's literally out in the atmosphere. And then there's different things that you can be exposed to. So it's kind of a scary thing. So I'm interested to do a heavy metals test and see if my healthy lifestyles actually brought the levels down. Wow. Yeah. There's a test for that. Everlywell has over 30 lab tests to choose from and so easy to use. Once you select your kit, Everlywell ships the at-home lab test to your home. You simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. And within days, you receive a physician review. Everlywell also has high-quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. And for listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash OC. That's everlywell.com slash OC for 20% off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com slash OC. I hope you guys rip into me. Yep. I want to feel violated do. by the end of this. This is Watch, watch What Happens Live, part two. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he serves alcohol, uh, so he knows well, how he to knows do it. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, clearly. you guys need to serve alcohol. We just need edibles. Or a bong. We'll like, yeah, yeah, edibles <laughs> as you come in. Before we start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or I could take a swim in the pool. <laughs> Tate's just doing laps behind us. <laughs> Welcome to the OC Bitches. <laughs> Welcome to the OC Bitches. Do you uh, like my voice? Yes. Today, it's, <laughs> it's season three, episode eight, The Game Plan. Now, this is a very special episode because our very special guest that most of you are very familiar with, the lovely Tate Donovan, with his third appearance on this podcast. Is that a record, by the way? Uh, if I had the most yeah. uh, appearances? Really? You, you and Josh. You and oh, Josh. Right. Oh, that guy. Three. Josh. Eh, Why do you have him on? <laughs> Why? He what does know he have anything? to do with anything? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he needs no introduction, our Tate. He directed this episode. It was your directorial debut, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, our only goal this time was to see Tate in person. <laughs> but of course, Mindy is not here with us in person uh, because yeah. she has to be remote because she has COVID. <laughs> Such a bummer. Like the one person, as we all know, and I always tease Mindy on the podcast, you know, she every time it's like Julie and and Jimmy and the whole thing, you're her boyfriend and she's very disappointed she can't be I know. I mean, I today. literally, this is what I came here yeah. for. I mean, I listen, won't yeah. take offense. Rachel, I get you're it. awesome. You're I get great. It. I am not Melinda. You're, you're not Melinda. I know. <laughs> and uh, we have a special thing. Ooh, you and, do. Uh, I get it. I want to... I wanted to hold her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One last time. Rachel, you know, you know? everybody Rachel, wanted to see the you. The cheeks are getting pink. <laughs> she always blushes anytime. I tease her ruthlessly because uh, every time it's like you guys are making out and she's like all blushing. I know, and I know. It's for so clumps. funny. 
Well, in all seriousness, Tate and I, it was, we just had so much fun on the show. And even if we weren't doing scenes together, Tate's presence on set was just so infectious. And it and, was just, very I mean, sexual. it was just a joy. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of sexuality. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't even my fault. It just happens. You can't help it. I can't help it. I feel I'm it a now. victim of it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, it well, you're here for you're here for a couple weeks. I don't know if I'll be clear of this, but maybe. Know, um, hopefully, but you're here hopefully. with your. You're in LA with your wife and your son, right? Yes. Aw. Yeah, for the hol- for just for a holiday, holiday for to work. get out of what Texas, man. Whoa, oh. I have no idea. <laughs> Woo! What? Yeah, it's just so hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, unrelentingly <laughs> hot. So we come yeah. out every every um, summer. Oh, you do? Yeah, every summer. Yeah, we come out and it's great. We live in Santa Monica and it's the greatest. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's well, so that's, great. So you still have a home here? I still have a house there that I mostly rent out. Right. It's available March. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Plug anything you well, want yeah. here. It's a safe <laughs> well, space. <laughs> it's also well, then, real estate. That, the OC, you know, it's like real estate oriented. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very much that so. Being yeah. said, then, <laughs> um, Tate and I do have an announcement that Tate... Myself and Misha will be in Charleston, South Carolina on August 21st at Cooper a I guess Family it's a Reunion. Reunion <laughs> at a, a convention, I guess it's called an Epics and Chill. So check it out. Look it up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're going to like have a QA and. If I can fly in for an hour, I will awesome. sign and I will like wait in line for autographs from the Cooper <laughs> Reunion. Because I'll, give you, I'll give you a signed autograph right you now. You will? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? No problem. That'll but, save me the but airfare. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's so cool, though, that the three of you guys, the Coopers, the Coops. The Coops, we're I keeping know. it alive. I love it. I know. I love that they're actually, you know, they've done so many of these conventions for like horror things and, and sci fi things. But this one is all the nostalgic, you know, yeah. shows that you love, like Winter Hill and Gilmore Girls and Heart of Dixie. Wilson's going to be there. Oh, There's, Wilson Bethel's going to be yeah. there for Heart of Dixie. Man, shows yeah. are representing over there. Yeah, Why There's am quite I not a few. There? Yeah, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. I think you got to I guess it's like a badge of honor to, to make it to nostalgia <laughs> level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're still right. here, you know? And <laughs> we are. You know? We yeah, are. that's pretty good. I'm I just think away. nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> nostalgia was a theme during the pandemic. And I think because uh, it, it was such a stressful time, nostalgia means comfort. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I mean, obviously this podcast may be a result, but so many people have watched the OC again or right. with their kids. And, and well, I mean, we'll get into the episode, but yeah. I was blown away about how, how great it was. <laughs> yeah. We like, always say this. It? We always that's say funny. this. We this always actually, like, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Anyway, I, I, I no, it's yeah. true. It has like this resurgence, you know, especially yeah. the pandemic and everything. People binged shows nonstop, yeah. and the OC has another but, life. Okay, I'm totally jumping, but yeah, I was completely blown away. But you know, the whole episode is about getting into college, right? Yes, and. Mm-hmm. I, my son is about to go. He's a senior in high school. He's oh going gosh. to be a senior in I high school. I didn't realize he was that old. Okay. He's yeah. 17. Wow. And um, he's my stepson. Got I, it. I, I uh, met him That's when he was right. three. Yes. I started dating his mom when he was three. Yes. Um, and so we're going through this college thing. And when I was directing this episode, I was like, oh, I was kind of bummed. It was like, oh, this isn't very good. It's just about, you know. College. This isn't college a drama, drama. You know, there aren't any major, you know, things in it. Um, and I'm looking at Sandy and Seth, and I am 
That is so emotionally accurate. Like when the mm. father is like pushing him towards, because he had such an amazing, I went to USC and I had such an amazing time at USC and all my best friends are from there. And, you know, it started my career and, and I just want, Luke to go there so badly, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, but I'm holding off because he has other ideas and it's just such a fantastic, <laughs> uh, Mindy, you've been through it. I mean, you're, you're, she just graduated, right? She just graduated. College? Yeah. I know. Congratulations. That's yeah. major. Well, she was, she was smart, but I, I, I think this, what happens as, you know, when we were experiencing some of these storylines as they were happening, it's sometimes you don't relate. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then now we're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I literally could relate to Julie moving into a trailer. I'm about to do that. <laughs> you know, but oh, no. wait, what? No. <laughs> You're about I to don't do know. that? It's an ongoing joke, actually, between Adam and myself. But they're they were like fancy trailer home oh. places. No, for, they're amazing. For, yeah, they are. Yeah. For, yeah. for retired, you have to be fifty five or older, and they're on the ocean. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I've seen them for sale, and I'm like, how can I get in there? Yeah, I have to wait a little while. <laughs> a little. Right. While. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. No, but but college is. I mean, it's so wonderful when we rewatch something almost twenty years later. Gosh, is it that long? And it makes so much more sense to us now because mm -hmm. of the life totally. that we've lived. Totally. Makes so much more sense to me now being a parent or whatever. Yeah. 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 You you told your story about directing this episode. Um, so, but, yeah. um, and how that came about, but maybe you want to give us the details again a little bit so that people know, or if they haven't heard you before. Well, how you I mean, watching it is fantastic because every <laughs> scene, I just remember all the, Oh, good. All the pressure and all the uh, preparation and uh, the conflicts. And basically, to me, I I'm watching my education. You know, it's like uh, learning learning how to direct, you know, like every scene and all the horrible mistakes I made and um, how I worried about things you don't need to worry about um, and sort of the happy accidents that happened. And I mean... Uh, I mean, there's so many scenes that I'm just like laughing hysterically. I mean, I, I could, like every scene, uh, I could tell a story about, you know. Well, um, we hope that you do. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is well, going to be a we long ride. Yeah. <laughs> but, but essentially, every, every lesson I needed to learn on that was trust your actors. Mm. Like you... Mm. Even Just, the little assholes? Even the little assholes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the fantastic thing, seeing all these, like, these scenes that drove me nuts. You guys, like, killed me. And and then when I see it cut together, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's it's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> you guys did your job. And... Uh, you know, just and just working with great actors is such a joy. And but at the time, it was uh, I don't know. It was, it, it's fa it was fascinating. All right. Well, I'm going to read the synopsis, or you read the okay. synopsis, Mindy, because I introduced Tate. Okay. Well, in this synopsis, Ryan, Summer, Seth, and Marissa think about what they'd like to do with their lives as they compile their college applications. Meanwhile, Johnny's surfing career takes an unfortunate twist when he gets hit by a moving car I mean. in a parking lot. Also, Julie finally reveals to Kirsten the secret about Charlotte, directed by the fantastic Tate Donovan, Ooh. written by Corey Martin, <laughs> and uh, original air date was December 1st, 2005. Yeah, so obviously we, you know, it's a lot of college stuff in this episode, but... Yeah, we're in the diner. You know, finding that in college, I'd be more soulful than this. Well, you gotta fill it out there, do today. What to do today? 
Hey. Hey. Picking the perfect college. Oh, crap. I totally spaced that. Does anyone have an extra one? There you go. Remember, meeting with the college counselor today. That can be so stressful. I can't even pick out my shoes in the morning, let alone plan the rest of my life. Oh, God. The diner scene. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the worst scene of all time. I mean, it ended up amazing. Anyway, but I'm, why I'm is totally it the worst jumping scene? in. No, please. You, do you guys remember? You don't remember shooting that scene, do you? Because I remember it every second of it. You do? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why was it so awful? Okay. Don't say me. Uh, yeah. well, you're, well, you're part of it. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, why was it? Well, it, this is the, the crazy thing. It started off, first of all, you guys were late, right? You guys were like 10 or 15 minutes late. You know, like, so when you're directing an episode, you're, you're basically, every day, you're given an impossible task. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, here are nine pages of dialogue. You've got <laughs> yeah. three company moves, you know, like uh, actors coming and going, blah, 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 a stunt or whatever. And you're just like, every day, the crew and the director are like, oh, God, how are we going to get through this? <laughs> so you're like under the gun from day one. Right. You're just like, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. So you guys show up. And not only do you guys not know your lines, but you've never even read the scene. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So, so you're finally, like, herding cats. I'm like, okay, you're going to sit here. You're going to sit there and give them the sides. And they're just, like, looking at the sides. And they're looking at it. And you guys finally, you know, get through the dialogue. And then you realize that you don't like the scene. So I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, all right. So, yeah, you know, like, I don't want to say this. This is stupid. Uh, you know, why, why am I doing this? Why am I even here? I shouldn't even be in this scene. Or, you know, you're just like, oh, God, you should have asked these questions like days ago, right? <laughs> and so, so we're just like trying to get through it. And I'm just like, you know. And we're also doing something that the, the crew learned is that um, they, they just keep rolling on you guys. Uh -huh. even when you're not doing the scene, in between setups and oh, stuff wow. like that. And that stuff ended up to be invaluable because you get these amazing reactions, like really <laughs> I mean, who knows? There's like a, a glint in Marissa's eye or, you know, like a, a smile from, from Ryan or something like that that you're going you're gonna to be able to put in. And this is the first time I had ever, you know, seen that. I, I didn't even know that that crews did that. Right. That they used, like, stuff while we're just messing around. Right. Um, and uh, so, I mean, you guys finally get through the scene, and I am like, oh, my God, it's the worst scene in history. It's like, you know, like, I, I, at one point, I'm not going to say who, we're waiting for lighting, and um, one of you guys turned to me and said, this show is ruining my film career. <gasps> <laughs> I was like... That wasn't like, me. It wasn't you. <laughs> it's one of the one of the guys. So <gasps> I was just like, they ruining. literally turned to you and yes, said that. Yes, he said he was ruining his film career. <gasps> I know, I know. I was like, oh my god. So at any rate, um, I know. <laughs> you know, Norman. Norman was saying that he did that, and then did you edit this with Matt or Norman? Matt. Matt. Nor yeah. Matt. So oh, I. Yeah. I rush up to the because I'm so worried about the scene. Yeah, yeah. And I rush up to uh, a couple of days later um, to Matt's uh, edit suite, and I'm like, "Dude, oh my god, the scene in the diner. What am I gonna do?" And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, "It was <laughs> it was like a nightmare." And he's like, "Oh, it's great. It's totally great." And I'm like, "Really?" And he shows it to me, and I'm like, "Oh my god." 
Those guys are fantastic. I mean, you guys <laughs> like were the amazing. Magic of editing. <laughs> well, well, it's not just editing. It, it's it's an uptight director. It is. <laughs> it is. I learned so much about trusting. I should have trusted you guys and let you, you know, mess around. And, you know, you guys were going to get there. And you guys get there in spades every scene. And, and the, all sorts of stuff comes up, um, you know, like happy accidents. You know, they like, you know, you guys do something that's off script. And, and it's, it's fantastic. It's gold. And it's what makes the audience love you guys and what's make you great actors and perfect for your roles. At any rate, it was, it, was such a, um, it was such a great learning experience where I thought it was like, you guys, you know, but it was actually me being bad at my job. <laughs> you know, it, it really was. Or, you know, not bad, no, just but, inexperienced. Right. And, and wanting to do a good job and realizing that you need to relax and <laughs> trust yeah. people. Do you find that, I mean, uh, I, we, I haven't directed, Rachel hasn't directed, but I think there's something as we get older that in our own performances as actors, we used to think like, it's, oh my God, it has to be so perfect yeah. Yeah. from action to cut. Yeah. When I realize it is such a small part, I do my part, yeah. the camera operators do their part, the lighting and the editors, and they put it together and they actually create that performance for us. Even though we've said some of our, it's like the difference between watching a, um, sorry, a self-tape or an edited scene together. Right. There's a huge difference, right? Well, there is, but one thing I learned when I drove away the 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 you know the last day is that a great great actors are just the best. I mean, I I finished yeah. this episode falling in love with actors again. So mm. uh, even though actors have a, a, just a tiny bit, you know, you got one line or a couple lines. If you're not alive in that moment, then you're cooked. Mm. That you know, there isn't yeah. a greater director in the world. Like we all need act great actors. We all need fantastic actors, and 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 that's what makes the show. Um, right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was sort of like off acting a little bit before I started directing. I was like, that's eh, boring. You know, I was kind mm. of like, you know, what good am I really? And then and then. Mm. I I worked with you guys uh, and I was like, oh my God, I love actors. <laughs> I do. I love actors. There's just so, they're amazing that they stick their necks out and it's such a unique talent to be mm. alive in mm. front of a camera and you have to do it 900 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I yeah. think both of you should direct because it'll blow your mind. <laughs> it's so fun and interesting. It takes it takes quite a bit for, um, for people to trust. I mean, you definitely, you had to be a pers persistent or you made it part of your deal coming back, right? If, the, if you came back for a few episodes, no. you said, I want to direct. How did no. you? No, I just, I just uh, begged them. I mean, I, I just, oh. <laughs> I shadowed, I shadowed, I shadowed, I shadowed. And eventually they just gave me, they gave me an episode. Okay. Yeah, okay. They, it was actually, you know, I owe them so much because... You know, it, it just opened up a whole new world for me. And it's all because of the OC. Are you directing a lot now? Not as much right. as I'd like to. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still directing uh, mostly episodics. I directed mm -hmm. a couple of documentaries. One of them uh, won an Emmy. 
Uh, it was a thirty for thirty, yeah, on Arthur Ashe. Yeah, but um, anyway, I'm sort of yeah, dom- no, I'm dominating this, this well, conversation. You are our guest, and you <laughs> See, need to dominate. Yeah, he's uh, a classic bad director. For, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking too much. No, I think it is cool. I've always, you know, had interest in it, but I'm always like, I don't even know where to start or where to begin. Like, I feel like you know, getting into it, it's like, well, you shadow. That's what right. you do. Right. You just watch see, the directors, yeah. and then you realize, oh. I could do that. Well, you know, I see like yeah. Olivia Wilde, for example, who yeah. obviously, you know, went from acting to directing and has done a fantastic job. Amazing. And it's like something to look up to, you know. You're like, Isn't okay, she yeah. directing the next Wonder Woman or something? What? Or some, Is she? Some no. huge Marvel. No, she's doing a Marvel movie. Is she? I don't yeah, know. Good for we'll her. have to look that up. When we asked her to be on the podcast, that was the response. She's… Busy. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a little busy. So, Tate, do you remember when you directed this episode, what your actual first scene was to direct? Uh, the very first scene. Hmm. I don't, actually. I don't. Hmm. Last scene? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, well, That's funny. Any scenes. Well, we'll right. just… Okay, going going on with the college. Yes. So, they discuss… And, and at the end of the scene, Marissa… Oh, I'd like to preface this with some things, though, Tate. I found myself questioning a lot of the characters' choices. I didn't feel like some of the character stuff that was written in the script felt consistent with the characters. Like it what? felt a little there was there were things that I wasn't quite like, why why is he overreacting? Why is she this or and, and I don't know, they'll come to me when I when I see this, but I was like, that felt a little bit, you know, it felt a little too TV for me or something. That's I just the didn't quite uh, that's a director. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. No, I just thought it there is. were like, there were things that needed to happen for things to happen. And it felt a little, I was like, nah, that's not consistent with that character. But then there's payoff. So at first it was like, why is Marissa being so snot? Because I don't remember all of these things as well as I remember in season three. So she instantly says, you know, just the fact that they were so hard on Marissa saying, I don't want to go to college, but they're so hypocritical because they were doing the same thing to Ryan. And she's saying, and I guess college, and college isn't always for everybody. Yeah. So wasn't it, for it, me. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's it true. Felt a little, it felt a little heavy-handed um, in, the de- in the delivery, it, it seemed like. You know, Ryan was getting so uptight about things. But, but then I have, but then there's so many little layers and, and subtleties that go on that I watched it twice because I wanted to, to see because I didn't understand why Ryan got so uptight about so, some of these things and how, why they were pushing her so much. But anyway. I, you know, it's um, that, that whole college essay scene. Yeah. I remember when we shot it, I was like, geez, I mean, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, it's just an essay. Why is she getting so upset? But now going through it, I mean, it is, it is really difficult to write a good college essay. My, my son is is struggling with it and and it's really emotional and it's the first time people have to say you know uh what they've gone through and and who they are right. and uh and and i i just felt like wow i mean misha barton just just brought well, it to this episode oh and, yeah and i mean brought it well, to that part really got me yeah me too because like you know you're looking it's like everything you've been through and we're like oh shit like yeah. everything marissa had been through yeah i know it's a well, we, yeah. speaking, yeah, speaking about that scene, then the, um, the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club plays. And as she's writing that and she gets all of these flashbacks, I wrote, 
Tate, is there a story directing Misha here? I seem to remember you telling me about it because it was such a great montage. I mean, the audience gets it. I just remember worrying about it and trying to make it visual. What, what am I, how, you know, how do you make somebody sitting at a computer, um, you know, uh, how does it look, how does it, uh, how do you make it visual? And I want it to be super dark, um, you know, like darker than most things that are on the, the, like I really wanted the darks to be dark as opposed to like mm -hmm. TV night, you know, which right. is like light gray. I seem to remember you saying that you had to like call out like, now, now you're upset. Yes. You know, every once in a while. Yeah, like, I had to arc old... it out for her. Yeah. 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 Which that was is like fun. That silent was really movie fun. directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of kind of fun because, you know, it's hard to like to act an just emotional arc without any words. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I sort of guided her through that. And I, I just thought, I thought she did an amazing job. I just remember doing it like in one or two takes and we we're like, okay, well, first of all, she has to throw the computer. So we were like, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> we uh, got to bring in the stunt computer. But um, yeah, it, I, I, I remember it being, and then when they edited it all together, for the exception of the one clip they used of me, I don't know if you noticed, but I look terrible in it. I didn't get paid for that, no. <laughs> really? No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, they I would they think own all the images and stuff like that. So uh. if I had to get paid for it, they wouldn't have put me in. <laughs> <laughs> you waved it. There's the truth of it. So we did talk about this. Sandy is hopeful that Seth's going to go to Berkeley. And yeah. then they have that hilarious montage of them talking about their different schools. And, and Seth, of course, is instantly, he, he knows he wants to go to Cold or Brisk. Ryan's not sure. We we learn that he's concerned about it. Summer once three hundred and sixty five Sundays, not the days. That is so what? Funny. I don't I don't get it. Like Sundays, like ice cream she wants Sundays. Ice cream Sundays and sorority and Greek. Okay, and that's what I thought. And I Cabo. Was like, okay, interesting. Yeah, and maybe I don't remember a... this. No, no, because three hundred and sixty five I... days of sun. Sunday. Yes. Sunday. Oh, I was thinking, okay, you got to I was like, because ice cream Sundays, that doesn't make no, no, sense she doesn't, to me. No, she wants really good sun. sun. So that's what I say, Thank Arizona. You. <laughs> this is why you're the director. And we're the mere actors. We're like, uh, ice cream so Sundays? Funny. That makes no <laughs> sense. Okay, but you know what's funny is that it doesn't matter that you didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the crazy thing is that like people get it I anyway. I don't read scripts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, oh I forgot gosh, to tell you the so end of that story. What? Which was, okay, so you say, I don't read scripts, I smoke pot, <laughs> which is the best line <laughs> yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next day, we worked together. <laughs> and what do I see you doing? Smoking pot. No. <laughs> reading a script. See? But it wasn't our script. <laughs> you had an audition for a movie. And I'm like, I go up to you and I'm oh like, I thought God. you said you don't read scripts. And you're like, Oh, I've got an audition. And I'm like, oh, for, are you, you, for your job, you don't read the script. Oh my God. You're like, I already have this job. Yeah. Why would I bother? Well, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. What I'd give to know uh, what that movie was. Yeah, it was some. Oh my gosh. Oh, big you know? Movie oh. at the time. Oh, big movie at the time. Well, yeah. Let's jump to one of my favorite editions. Um, Taylor coming up to metal with Summer when she's like, oh my gosh, do you feel my forehead? I have, I have um, college fever. Oh, yeah. Autumn is so funny. I think she's so, she's so She's very talented. funny. She's very irritating at times but as yeah. well. She brings, <clears throat> she brings up the fact that you guys are going to be going to different schools. And I thought it was interesting that, that Seth and Summer didn't really like, think about it. Clock that. Isn't that what every couple from high school thinks about when they're Absolutely. going away to college? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I remember my so. high school boyfriend, like we started dating his senior year. So he, w- I was a year younger. So he was leaving to college. I wasn't going, I was staying put. But I remember like, even like the first date, I was like, you're going to be leaving and going to college. Where are you going? <laughs> How far are you going away? Mm. You know? Yeah. He went to Texas Tech, but. Oh, my, my son's. Looking just, at Tech? Just visited there, yeah. Really? In Lubbock. Yeah. I've been there. Really? Oh, yes. God, it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yes. <laughs> Worst food poisoning of my life <laughs> happened in Lubbock, Texas. It was their version of Benihana, so I'll, you can I'll imagine. I'll let them know. I'll let them know. <laughs> Don't go to Shogun's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it still exists. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyways, yes. So Taylor is like planting this seed. Very manipulative because she's like, thinks she's in love with Seth at this point. Taylor. Well, and... Yeah, she's made it. <clears throat> she's made it be clear, but well, but she kind of redeems herself, I think, by the end. Oh, but yes. yeah, she's definitely yes. in there, and she just loves messing with Summer's head. She really does. So of course, <laughs> I just yeah. want three hundred and sixty-five Sundays. Yeah. In the meantime, of course, um, Seth goes to see Sandy, and he tries to tell him that he's isn't going to apply to Berkeley. But I just this wasn't a big scene, but I just love the Sandy Seth scenes, even though they're just. Yeah. This one was kind of a quick one. Mm-hmm. They just had a wonderful. Um, chemistry. Well, I just remember uh, shooting that scene and just um, it was one of the earlier scenes and um, in the schedule and I think it might have been the first time I worked with Peter and I just Mm. remember relaxing so much with Peter like just going, oh, he's a he's such an experienced great actor. I don't have to do anything. He just put the camera on him and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's just very easy. Has Peter ever directed? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, by the way, you were talking about um, actors showing up and, you know, not knowing lines. It's not just, you know, it can happen to anyone. I worked with a very famous veteran actor who I won't say, and it's his show. And we come on set and he does exactly the same thing. He doesn't know his dialogue. And once he reads it, he decided he didn't like it. So he stopped production <gasps> and made them go rewrite it. Wow. Did and, I really not like what I had to say? That doesn't uh, sound like n- me. Not so much you. No. No, okay. seriously. Yeah, because so I don't. I, that was never. Definitely, you didn't. Ha- you hadn't read the scene. No, but well, um, listen. I will tell you, Tate, and not just like the OC. My <laughs> let's call it my method. <laughs> I like you know <laughs> rehearse it and like I read it on the page, and then like while we're setting up, I'm always someone that has to learn it like last minute right before. Right. Or it doesn't retain. Right. So it's kind of just how I... No, things, I, but... I know. Yeah, there's so many different ways to shoot... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...to skin the cat, for sure. Yeah. And and you guys just prove that to me, like, all the time. You're like, yeah, you, they never knew anything. Well, <laughs> I know, and yet they came up with the goods every time. Yeah. Every time. That's so funny. And, you know, maybe because you wait for the last minute or... or it. It, it gives you a freedom. Um, you know, you're not like stuck in your, you know, you didn't learn it the night before right. and, and you're like, this is how you say the line. Just, yeah. And, and then, then you're there's dead no inside. freedom to yeah. like, yeah, play with it. Yeah. I I'm going to go with that's why I do that. No, uh, listen, I think there are a <laughs> lot of actors like you. Yeah. 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 No, I, well, I used to be, <clears throat> I used to be able to just, in the OC days, I would look at it the day before. But also, we become so proficient. We know our characters in television. We've yeah. been doing it nine or ten months out of the year. You're just, you just know it. You do it. And I look at the night before, and I'm good to go. There's been a few times that I didn't put at least the minimum, minimum effort in. 
and it, and it's it's the smallest things that'll that'll trip you up. Mm. It's like scenes that have just like a yes, no, like one word uh-huh, answers yeah. in yeah. a long, yeah. elaborate. Totally. And all of a sudden, it's like I don't know. I remember it was the earthquake episode with Willa, and I hadn't prepared because I was like, I can memorize yes, no, okay, what's going on, <laughs> but you need to know when right. to say it. <laughs> <Your cues. laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. So I was like, oh. And then I get all like, and then I get upset with myself. So I've since learned, and as I've gotten older, I need preparation and I need to know it backwards and forwards so then I can relax on camera. Yes, on, right. on too. I've right. learned that That's too. the way I have to learn. Well, I find it's harder age. to learn like little one lines or one yep. word things as opposed to like a monologue. Because mm-hmm. like you're telling a story in a monologue and just reacting, I find it much harder with just like your little, yeah, no, mm, when, where. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to have some kind of tangible like, okay, sh- this person, it's, it's about reacting. At that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I've I've definitely dug myself a couple holes where I'm like, ooh, what am I about to say? And they go action. And I'm like, mm, what's about to happen? And my biggest fear is making production wait. I don't want to be late. Right. I don't want to be the reason that production Yeah, I feel is. like I was always… I thought I was on time. Well, listen, let me tell you something. Um, there is a fine balance because um, you can make production wait because… Uh, sometimes uh, it's worth it. You know, like, you have to be alive. And, and there, there has to be, like, I was like you. I was like, oh, I, I've got to be the perfect guy. I want everyone to like me. I want to be on time. I want to know mm-hmm. my lines. Um, and I want, you know, the crew to like me. So, but sometimes the, my work suffers because I want to be a good actor. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to actors sometimes who I've worked with who are just so selfish and so self-absorbed. Mm. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> uh. But man, um, sometimes you need to do that. And sometimes yeah. you're like, F the crew, F the fact that we've been here for four hours. I'm going to do it my way. Mm. And, yeah. and then when you get in the editing room, you're like, oh man, that guy was right. You know, like <laughs> it all, all that counts is what's on the… In the in the in the show, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why a lot of us, you know, are like, all right, take five hours or storm off the set or do whatever you need to do, uh, because it's kind of gold, you know. I don't recommend storming off for five hours. No, no, no. But- I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you're speaking from like a film. Standpoint. No, no, that's a great example. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But listen, it happens on television shows. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. You know. Well, and you know what's interesting is that they give there's so much time give your and when you're talking about your schedule of ten of nine pages, it's broken down to the second. Each scene needs to take yes. this much time yeah. for us to make our day without yeah. overtime and da 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 da. But it's but they give so much time to um, lighting, the lighting, like we can sit around and say, we're ready to go, but the lighting can take a long time. But they, but they, for some reason, want our rehearsals to be 10 minutes. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And Actors so I, I mean, feel. there are times where I, I know that they, that a show won't give me the, the rehearsal time that I want. So I'll take it upon myself to rehearse on a weekend if it's a elaborate scene or something. And I've done that before. Well, that's good. On a set. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and the rehearsal that we thought was going to take five, uh, 45 minutes took four hours. Yeah. And then wow. the scene took six hours to shoot. Wow. And I was like, yeah. how would we have ever gotten that done if we, because it was very technical. Anyway, mm. but those are. Well, I would think that, I know I'm jumping around, but speaking of technical, yeah. Johnny getting hit by a car. 
Oh, yeah. That was episode. a great stunt. I know. Wasn't it great? Yeah, I was like... It yeah. looked like him. I know. It was, it was such a... Like, I'm so happy with how that turned out. That was in a production meeting. Um, the stunt guy came up to me and he's like, have you ever seen the movie Heat? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. do you remember the, the, when the guy gets hit by the car in Heat? And I'm like, oh, I've kind of forgotten it. So I look at Heat and, uh, and we, we sort of figured out... We, we got the clip... And uh, we sort of figured out, like, shot by shot, where was the camera? And so you found out it was in, in, inside. And uh, and we just imitated Heat, uh, the movie Heat, uh, <laughs> shot by shot for, for that stunt. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really? Really, and it was so simple. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was really fun. That was really yeah. fun. But, you know, when you're directing an ep- episodic television, you're surrounded by experts, you know? Right. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you, you know, I didn't have to come up with that myself, <laughs> I just had to go, that's a good idea. Let's right. do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah. And did, did Buzz, was Buzz Feechins, Fred Feechins, yeah. our DP, who we're still trying to get on the podcast. He's trying, we're trying to fit it in. He and Bob are going to come on, hopefully. Oh, good. Um, mm-hmm. Was he uh, a big help in that? Yes. Did he, do you lean on the DPs? Y- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, he was a really fun, great guy to work with. And, um, yeah, he just made me feel relaxed. And um, Ian Toynton, you know, he was the... You remember Ian? Super have you ever had Ian on this? Yeah, he's been invited, but he's not... He hasn't um, taken... He's it. not going to come on, no. Oh, okay. But I had lunch with him a few months ago. Oh, you ago. did? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's such a wonderful guy. He's and so at fun. the end of um, the episode, he came up to me and he said, Tate, you are much better with the camera than you think you are. I was like, oh, mm. wow, thanks so much. And he goes you are not as good with actors as you think you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you oh, think wow. do you think people were complaining about you, Tate? No, no, they weren't <laughs> complaining about me. They, they oh. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you I don't know if you guys were. Um, but he's absolutely right. Uh, when actors d- switch to directing, they tend to um just want to want want to play every role and not let that actor do their role. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you should say the line like this. Not with you guys, but like with the, some of the smaller parts that I cast. I was sort of hard on the, those guys or I wanted them to do it like like I would do it. Right. And um, yeah, he, he it uh, was really, it was he, he helped me out so much. And that's such a brilliant thing to say because it was totally true. Because all actors worry about the camera. Like you're like, oh, you know... Um, but you should, don't worry about that. Right. Don't worry about, you know, whether you know lens sizes or anything like that. I never, um, that's very confusing. Yeah. I, don't, you know, I don't have to, you don't have to know any of that stuff. Right. You don't have to know any of the technical stuff. You Except just have where to. where you have to land. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You, you just need to know the story and how you want to tell it visually and through the, through the words, through the acting. Mm. I kind of, well, I somewhat disagree, or at least from my point of view, <laughs> I think... In television, we work so quickly that yeah. being proficient with knowing, if I know that it's a wide, I might want to save, you know, or it's just an establishing shot mm-hmm. or something. But mm-hmm. but I like them to tell me um, what lens they're on or, or how close they are or I, it's going to yeah. be this close. As an actor, or, yeah, sure. Absolutely, yeah, you yeah. want to know that. Oh, Yeah, I yeah. remember it because it was like my first job and Misha was already a pro. She would be like, can uh, I see like how tight you are? And they'd uh-huh. flip over the monitors like, right. on the you know, dolly or whatever yeah. on the camera and she'd see like how close they were. And I was like, hmm. But I never thought about that. But I am a very technical actress in the sense that I will always be like, I know my mark's here. I know I'm not in my light. I know, you know, like uh-huh. all those technicalities you learn. Yeah. 
because in television, it's like you got to learn quick. You got to do it quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How uh, so? The the surf competition. Now that we're kind of still just jumping around, that was quite an elaborate um, background. Yeah, and that was, it was yeah. Huge. There were a lot of or, a lot it, of moving parts. I remember. I mean, it looked more epic in the show edited than I remember seeing it on in real life. Uh huh. You yeah. were there. Yeah. Were you there? Well, I was there because... <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't remember you in that scene. <laughs> well, there's a sequence, if you notice, when... Okay, so when Julie is... First of all, she's got the U-Haul, and the neighbor comes out yeah. and says, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I was renovating. By 3F, and she calls her by 3F. And then she drives away, and when you see um, Julie jump, get out of the truck... Mm -hmm. and open it up. Mm -hmm. That was an insert that we did there at Zuma at the con at the surf oh, contest. Oh, okay. And then we and then you cut to uh -huh. my one of my favorite stories of working with you to the actual trailer park in Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember it was in this? Long Beach? It was a real trailer park in yeah, Long Beach. It was fun. And it was, you know, <laughs> it was a good five, 10, 10 minutes from our base camp. And I showed up and it was like, get Melinda here. We're losing the light. It's a huge mm -hmm. crane shot. We just need this establishing mm -hmm. shot. Like I'm this big in the in the shot. And I get to set and I didn't have my shoes with me. And we had made friends with the, um, you know, the people living there, lovely families, some kids, these little girls who mm -hmm. were in their Catholic uniforms. I was talking to them and, and it was Porsche N Nicole Chavez. She was yeah. just like, I need to get the shoes. And Tate's like, I, we don't have time. And I said, anybody have some black shoes I can borrow? And they, this family let me borrow some shoes and Nicole was oh mortified. <laughs> but when I look at it, my shoes, of course, are yeah. a millimeter high you in the shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's awesome story. That's classic. Yeah. You don't remember that? Because I it was so stressful. I don't remember that. Stressful. No, not at all. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and you were like, thank you so much. And I said, why not? Why wouldn't I be helping my friend who's directing here? Well, and, yeah. Uh, but then, <laughs> well, yeah. And then, um, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you were extraordinarily helpful throughout that entire process of me directing. Aw. No, you Aww. were. You totally were. Oh, you well, were the, I thought you were the it was so much favorite. fun. <laughs> but then, okay, so then Julie gets out of the truck, right? Opens up. Of course, she's got her Louis Vuitton and everything. And and as she's walking up and we see this amazing casting. Um, oh, shoot. What's his name? It's Sven. Oh, I forgot to write his last name. But the, the guy who played Gus. Did yeah. you get to cast him? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Sven did. Holmberg. Sven Holmberg. Holmberg. Yeah. Because he's gone on to do quite a few things. And um, we should get him on the podcast because yeah. he became one of the more popular, funny kind of cult characters. Yeah, on the yeah. Show. you guys have that moment I where know. you're like, I got a gun, Gus. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> he's like, hey, I Julie. That. that was great. Yeah, Julie. Yeah. And he's in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Really <laughs> so great timing. moment. People have put together compilations of Julie and Gus lines. Because they're, because that that was like the first episode that we did that. I told your wife, I don't swing. Got a gun, Gus. Yeah. But I, I remember you directing me in the scene where, in the rehearsal, and as I'm walking up and saying, can I have some help? And he's like, I'm not a bellman. And she says, and then I stop and say, I can't believe I'm still here. And I remember you directing me. We had a, somewhat of a disagreement. You wanted me to continue walking through uh -huh. the whole speech. Uh -huh. And I was like, She's got to stare at this thing and say, 
I'm back here. Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, I want to be wide receiver of the Chargers or something. <laughs> and you and I had this long discussion about, you wanted it to be a walk and talk the whole way. Uh-huh. And I said, I want to plant my feet here and and look at this and, and take it all in. And... um and it worked out, but you were, but it was, I remember having this discussion with you about, about well, why. You were right. I was like, I, you were so right. That's okay. I'll yeah, take no, it. No, you were. I mean, the, the fact <laughs> that I remember that moment, you pause and you look up and the dread on your face, you're just like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. You should never listen to directors. <laughs> no. We're, I mean, not all I, the time. in the beginning, I was like, how many times I was wrong. Like watching this, I was like, wow, I was so wrong. I was so wrong well, that, you know, like. I don't think there's anything about being wrong. I think there's a collaborative process yes, yeah, of yeah, yeah, solutions. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. As we're yeah. putting this thing together. Right. Like right. what what works. Yeah. Right. And, and. Uh, well, basically anyway. it's, it's, you know, the director who's been living with this script, you know, 24 hours a day. I mean, it was my first job. So you're obsessed with it. I mean, I didn't sleep. I, I worked on it all the time. <laughs> and you have, when you come to the set, you've got all these ideas of wh- how it should go. Mm-hmm. And you've got it completely mapped out in your mind. And then, you know, mm-hmm. some actor, you know, it was going to be a walk and talk. And then some actor says, no, I want to stop here. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you can't stop there. <laughs> and and it's the the ability to recognize, oh, no, 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 th- this is, yeah, you should stop there. You should do whatever you want. Like, right. yeah, that's that's what you have to learn as a director. That's what I need. And then it actually, it actually ends up making it an easier because sometimes if if you keep it a simple thing and not you're not crossing that axis or anything, mm-hmm. then you're gonna you're gonna sh- yeah you're gonna be shooting. It's gonna be more proficient and yeah. done quicker. I yeah. guess too. yeah, that's the. I mean, so I what just, have we not talked about? Yeah, here? well, I just think like the whole episode was directed so well. You know, <laughs> I no, I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is really well directed. Who directed it? <laughs> no, anyway, it was you, but. It was so, so well-directed and it was your first thing. And I do remember shooting it. I have like memories of you doing it and memories of certain, you know, people grumbling or whatever. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, no just, doubt, no doubt. And just trying to be like, no, yeah. like it's, it's Tate, yeah. you know, like the nicest person on the planet, first of all. And you were really good and you were right, you know, in... A yeah, lot I, was, of it. I was right and I was wrong and I was a little I was I was uptight. I was pretty uptight uh, as I remember it. And and uh. it, you know the scene where um uh Ryan is in the sort of like school. He's sitting on a, a big leather couch mm-hmm. and yes. um, and Adam comes and up. Adam yes. jumps over yeah. and that sits an there. Improv, they have right? the scene. Yeah. And then he jumps back over there. Okay, yeah. right? So um for some reason, I don't know why. Um, uh, I didn't want him to walk all the way around the couch and sit down because I had to move the frame and then uh-huh. we'd have to light oh, the whole rest of the room. And right. I'm like, hey, can you just jump over the thing? And uh. he's like, yeah, fine. So he, he jumps over. He doesn't give me any gruff about it. But then he he decides, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back the way I came. Like, <laughs> and uh, I didn't direct him that way. I just, you know, he was, yeah. he was supposed to leave normally. Um, but that was a classic example of a happy accident where 
where he just did something because, you know, he felt so he felt free. Yeah. He felt it. And then uh, Ryan didn't didn't expect him to jump back over the, the couch, yeah. you know, stand on it and jump back right. on the backside. And so he he's like, why did you do that? Because that's, that's not in the <laughs> script. He says, you know, why did you do yeah. that? And then he goes he, and he spits on the, on the couch. He <laughs> pretends to spit on the couch and he goes, because I hate this school. And then, <laughs> and then and Ben just, just starts laughing. And, and, and it was like, and at the time, okay, at the time, I'm like, these goddamn actors, uh, they're just <laughs> messing around. They're not doing the scene. They're not taking it seriously. Uh, and and I was, I remember being frustrated with them. And, you know, cut, you know, and we probably had to do it again, you know. And, I, and then, of course, I go into the editing room and, you know, he's like, oh, this is awesome. I love it when he spits on the couch. And I was like, oh, you're right. It's so much better that way. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. so it, it, it's, it was... It's uh, so interesting. You guys were very, um, you know, your grumbling was was deserved. Mm. It was. Huh. It was deserved. It was really like, um, I needed to learn to, like, trust you guys and well. and let you guys, you know, you guys know your characters better than anybody, <laughs> you know? Anyway. It, it's I mean, a, I guess, yeah, at that point we had... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I really, I tend to rely on directors a lot. But I, I mean, I know what you're saying. And yeah, when you do a show, as you know too, you know, and you know your character, you're probably like, well, no, I would do this. Right, and then, right. So there is a tr- there is truth to that. As Knowing well. when to like stick up for your character uh-huh. and when to listen to a director, give you something totally new. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's yeah. a very interesting Dilemma. Or listen to a director that tells you, this is actually what's happening in the script, so you're reacting <laughs> wrong you way. <laughs> it's very helpful. <laughs> that's, that's but you know, too. as as in episodic, especially now we're deep into the third season, directors tend, they are guests, um, just like guest stars. Right. They're kind of guests at that party. Totally. They're not right. the Ians. They're not, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Our, yeah. our regular. And so... If they impose too much, I've seen on other shows, I've seen actors like, yeah, no, you don't get to tell me about my character. Yeah. I'll talk to Ian about yeah. it. But yeah. I'll, you know, if they impose too much that, that right. especially if it's the first time, I mean. You know, you know what I liked? I liked the scene. I don't, was it the very last scene of the episode of the four of us on Seth's bed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you that really let us play. Because I see, I'm like doing something that I always do. And I'm like, putting my feet on Misha and I'm like, here, have some toes. I do that to people. Yeah. Like, I'll put my bare feet on their face <laughs> just to, like, fuck with them. And I'm like, oh, that's me there. But, like, you just let it kind of go yeah, and we're yeah. all messing around. Yeah, you guys were great uh, with that. And that was yeah. a fun scene. Yeah, that I was fun. Like, you know what was really fun. fun is when you guys are kissing with the hats on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was so yeah, great. Yeah, we were, we were playing so there, like, around there, too. Yeah, you guys were just messing around. Like, yeah. yeah, it was really <laughs> well, can awesome. We, can we talk about how we got there? Because there's the scene where, you know, because Summer first gets upset um, with Seth, who's, you know, he's like, this is my dream. And he tries to, you know, and she's like, we're going to be apart. And then she decides to talk to uh, Taylor. And she has this vulnerable thing where she says, the truth is, you can have him because oh, right. people, he's going to fall for somebody too smart. And she's and instantly, she goes, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Summer. Yeah, good. Be yeah, nice to him. We have like a breakthrough, Taylor and I, for sure. 
Yeah, she realizes like, oh, no, no, no. And then when she comes and brings the Providence shirt and yeah. she was like, you guys are my best friends and helpful. And she says, <laughs> and she says, okay, yeah, do you want to watch some Polish I movies? <laughs> want to watch Polish movies? I was like, no. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then you see their, you know, they start to turn a corner. Right. Yeah. Right. And and Summer is just the sweetest thing coming to Seth's room to say, I'm going to be down the down the road from you in Providence. Now, yeah. I, you, you don't remember what happens, but I do. So it's, and it's I, interesting. I do. I know I get into Brown and he doesn't. Oh, that, okay. There that is I that remember. True? Is that true? I, yeah. I didn't of course that. I remember that. Oh my God, that's good. Be, you know, do it's you good, remember why? Movie. No. Spoiler, because he was smoking pot. Oh my God. Oh. So go down that road and like pot yeah. ruins his, t- oh geez. <laughs> Oh, oh my God, man. that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, it's deeper than that. It wouldn't happen now. <laughs> no, sure wouldn't. Sure but wouldn't. can we talk about this dinner with Paul Glass, the um, friend, uh, the Berkeley yeah, yeah. friend? The Berkeley friend? Yeah. Everybody leaves. Kirsten leaves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's leaving to the point where the guy's like sitting there by himself. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's getting very awkward. He's like, party. left. Yeah, with Brian, and then he's all by himself. Yeah, everyone's having their (laughs) mini dramas, and couples are all getting together, and he's just, like, left alone at the table. (laughs) But then Marissa comes over, and I think it's important to note that she comes over, and after visiting visiting Johnny, who's, you know, she's like, oh, my gosh, I feel like this— it's my fault. And then she says, yeah, yours, Ryan's, the girl who drove the car, um, Chili for putting me in the concert. I mean, he just had this kind of— this— little speech of wisdom, even though he's the one that happened to. Mm -hmm. And Marissa comes to this conclusion that I've got to let this go or it's going to ruin my life. Right. And both she and Ryan, uh, you know, she has this very mature moment with him. And then Paul Glass says, can't help but over here, you two would be great for Berkeley. I like that moment. Me too. I I thought it was great. I feel like they both get into Berkeley, right? I know, spoiler. Right? No, I think they do, Don't too. they both get it? And that's what I remember is that they were going to go to the same school. Pretty hard to get yep. into Berkeley, I got to tell you. Yeah. Have you Very tried? Hard. Well, no. Nowadays, <laughs> it's even harder now. I know. It's, it's super hard. so hard. Oh, that's wow. the only thing that it isn't quite… I mean, it is so hard to get into college now and well, so expensive. Well, the UC system is even harder. Yeah, yeah, UC system is really tough. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but, you know. I do… I did relate to summer because, like, the only schools I tried were Arizona… And Texas Tech, because my boyfriend was there. Ah, <laughs> 365 Sundays. Hey, thank you for clearing <laughs> that up for me. I was so confused. I really was like, what the? <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty much said, oh, it means Sundays. You, like at the time. Yeah, at the time. I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You're, that's definitely I wouldn't correct. let you… Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. You probably would have come up to me and said, well, hey, what's, I don't, I'm not, yeah, like Sundays, she's not a huge what? fan of ice cream. I don't like ice cream. Yeah, she's lactose intolerant, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. That's like Josh telling me after 20 years, I'm going to play him hot and cold from the pilot. I say that line, what it actually means. Because I didn't she know. She didn't know when we did the first podcast. She goes, I've never understood what that means. Yeah, I never means. understood what that <laughs> and meant. And Josh I never like, questioned what? it either. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't question it. Yeah. I have to say the line. Like, okay. Well, that's the beauty of, <laughs> of, um, of acting is that you don't, 
<laughs> you don't necessarily have to have the same meaning as the writer. As the intention. And, you know, as long as everyone... No, I mean, you as know... As long as it makes sense, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It may be perfect that you didn't know what hot and cold was. <laughs> oh, man. The Sundays thing that was really funny. Because I literally, like, I was like, why does she want ice cream for 300 That does not make sense. <laughs> oh, boy. Rachel, I did the same I'm thing. so happy you thought the same thing. I but like. I was in a... Co- I have an excuse. Yeah, you have a yeah, COVID you're... excuse. What's my excuse? <laughs> Thanks, Mindy. Uh, but well, I do think... Oh, there was one little moment, too, oh, that um, I thought it was really sweet between Kirsten and Julie when she finally says, I want to go into business with, with you. That which is we should yeah. point out, point that out, which I think mm. is really sweet. Yeah. And then she says, but I need to know what happened to Charlotte. And she decides to come clean and tell her the truth. Right. And, but I stopped her at the last minute, which is, um, this is a turning point for Julie. She's mm-hmm. literally, she could have taken that money. She could have done all those things to Kirsten, but she just, she chose not to. And she told, chose to tell the truth. And, you know, you got to, I mean, Sandy's offered money. Kirsten's offered money. And she is too proud to take them up on it. She's going to do this on her own and live in a trailer. But like right. I said, she'd be in Paradise Cove or something. Right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But that so. was, that's another scene where, where it took many years for me to appreciate that. Um, because when we shot it, I was like, meh, whatever, you know, uh, it, it yeah. did, I didn't feel the weight of, of, um, a, a, a woman, a, a friend coming clean when she's like down and out. And, uh, I, I, I was really like, oh, that is such a good scene. I was like, wow, Julie is really like, uh, I mean, she's being a really good friend to, to like, risk that relationship by being yeah, uh, so evolving. honest with her. I, um, yeah, I really, it, it's so funny. Almost the whole, at the whole episode, I was like, wow, it was so much better than I felt at the time, you know? <laughs> at the time, well, I was like, it, I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't understand I the weight of things. Right. There's something interesting about doing this podcast in that we're watching as fans and I think we were all so wrapped up in, and whether it's good or bad, but we were all wrapped up in our egos while it was going on. And, you know, like, um, you know, our scenes and what's going on. So it's so, it's so interesting to watch something from, from a point of view and have had so much more life experience and seen, because it sounds like you really enjoyed your work, but you remember being very stressed at the time. But now watching it, it's more rewarding. Yeah, proud and also um, just see it as such a, a great learning curve. Like what a fantastic mm-hmm. opportunity to that, that you guys gave me, which was uh, learning how to direct and learning how to, you know, do the whole thing. It, it was uh, yeah, very so lucky. You're just like, wow, lucked out on that one. Well, how much really do you think your acting changed after directing? Or well, hundred percent. That's that's oh, really? why I want you guys to to direct. <laughs> no, because it, you realize you take so much pressure off of yourself when you uh, are an when you've directed, because you know before you've directed, when you're an actor, you're like, oh, I got to worry about this, I got to worry about that. You know, the whole you th- you take on way more stuff uh, than you need to. Like, I'll tell you one concrete example is. 
continuity. Mm. You know, like mm. when we start out, we're drilled by the script supervisor. Uh, on that line, you picked it up with your right hand, and you right. know, you, you, yeah. and you and you, you end up as an actor, like, okay, here comes the line. I got to pick it up. Oh, I picked it up too early. Oh, it doesn't match. Oh no, I I blew it. And and you know, that's all you're thinking about. Right. And um, continuity is as they say, is for pussies. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Um, it, 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 it's so meaningless. Like, whatever keeps you alive, like, editors get around continuity mm. so easily. You cut to a wide shot and nobody can tell that you picked it up when you picked it up. It was right. like, and um, all that's important is that you're alive and that you're... Mm. Uh, embodying uh, the words and the lines and you're with this other person. Um, uh, anyway, so it, it really loosened my acting up. And I also realized, oh my God, being an actor is such a cush job. I mean, everybody <laughs> treats you really well. They pay you more. Uh, you have f so few hours. You saunter in. You know, you're like, hey, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. I don't need anything to eat, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's like killing themselves oh, around God. you. And, you know, yeah. yeah. And, um, no, and, you know, yeah. Anytime we think we have it, you know, it's like, wow, that was a, I mean, I've done them. 18-hour day. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, right. And I had one of those this week. Well, the crew just had four yeah. others. Yeah, right. yeah. So wait, yeah. Rachel, wasn't it? We had Jen Anderson and we had Kelly Cyrus on. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was Jen who talked about going on this, the scout, the tech scout. Yeah. And that they drove away and left you. Oh, yeah. By accident. They, she, she was your AD and oh. she forgot you <laughs> at the stage. They left without you. That's probably, that's typical. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of superfluous at the time. <laughs> it was very funny. That's good. Yeah. I forgot that. It felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I didn't anyway. know that they left me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're just doing an errand yeah, and then like, they'll yes. come and pick me right. up. Right. Yeah. I'm the director. They turned around. <laughs> They have to pick me up. <laughs> That's so funny. Apparently, they turned around and you were just kind of standing there by yourself. Well, like, she said Ian was in the van, so she just thought, like, oh, the director's with oh, us. Right, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, like, yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, we have two voicemails for Tate. Let's hear them. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm the biggest OC fan. I've watched the show too many times to count. I'm loving this podcast, so thanks, Rachel and Melinda. My question is a two-part question. First, I'm wondering what your parenting advice from as Jimmy and Julie Cooper would be to Marissa and Caitlin. And then also, Rachel and Melinda, what would your, like, number one parenting advice be? Um, I love how you both have kids at different stages of life. And um, I'm just wondering what you think some really strong parenting advice would be for any of the characters on the show. Because they all kind of seem like they need some kind of parenting <laughs> help. Except for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seem to have it down. Oh, gosh. Thanks so much for doing this podcast. <laughs> I want to hear Jimmy and Julie's parenting advice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy is like the worst dad on television. I was literally I know, rated you got voted top that. five. Yeah. Yeah, Did you? Like, yeah, I was like well, number I four <laughs> worst television dad ever. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Jimmy was just negligent with Marissa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just that was like. Rough. He just wasn't around. Yeah. And his reaction to 
um, you know, any problems was I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Gotta Bye. leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we can, I mean, I, shit, this is a, com- this is a subject I could talk for days yeah, about, yeah. but in the, in the, in the, um, the fact that we're doing this podcast, I think that Sandy is just a really good example of what I would, mm. in a, if I'm, if I'm a perfect parent, it would yeah. be that. Yeah. Right? Because one of the Definitely. things that I've learned, two, two things that I think is like discipline means to teach, not punish. Mm. Mm. So I think there's a place for it. But one of the things is as we guide our children, I think it's really important to make it even though you kind of guide them in the right way, the way you want, without controlling them, make them think it was their idea, (laughs) you know, to come to a conclusion that's their idea as opposed to imposing your idea. Because everything you say to a kid, they're going to do the opposite if you impose it. That is directing. (laughs) That really is. It's where you create a space where they, they, they come up with their own idea and it's their idea. It's not you imposing your will. Mm. And that's yes. that's what I learned on this episode big time. Wow. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. Anyway, sorry. No, and that, that's her. really important because people need to feel autonomous. They need to feel... Yeah. There's so many... Like, now that I have a daughter in college and she tells me these stories that, um, you know, it's like this kid, you know, we did this or we did that. And you, it's like, you want to protect them from all those things that kids do in their 20s. And instead of me judging her, I just say, take notes. <laughs> Take notes, man, right. because and learn from what you're experiencing. Right. Whether you're, you know, so they, they're on their own journey, and we can't yeah. control them. We can just yes. be there to guide them. And it's really, really important to create a safe space as an a, as a parent. Yeah, yeah. Create this so that they'll come to you in a time of need or emergency. And that's you know that's um, at the end uh, with the at the scene. Sandy really does that for Ryan, where he is like. You know, Ryan doesn't know if he wants to go to college because, um, uh, you know, he, he's never had a home and, and this is his home and he doesn't want to leave it. He just, mm. he just, for the first time, he has a home. And, and uh, Sandy just steps up and is such a good dad. And he's like, dude, we're not going anywhere. Mm. You know, you can go to college. You can go anywhere, explore the world, but we'll, we'll still be here loving you, which is... You know, that's that's obviously the just showing up, right? You know, that's the and it's part. a lot. I mean, I did get that. Like Ryan, Ryan has come from a very dark background, and to have to actually leave yeah. this safe space, so to speak, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's got to be a lot for a kid. I know it was my daughter went to Chicago, and I mean, it, she's brave. That kid's brave. Yeah, yeah, and she's adulting, and she's still mm-hmm. there. So. Wow, good for her. Good for her, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Shall we listen to the next one? Hi, this is Dorothea calling from London. I have a question for Tate Donovan. Uh, Did you think it was strange that after Marissa's death at the end of season three, um, you were not invited back to the show, um, (laughs) even just as a guest star, uh, to help out with the aftermath of of the tragedy? Um, Was that a decision that was made by the producers and the writers without including you? Did you want to come back to the show? Um, and if you had come back to the show, um, what storyline do you think uh, would have made the most sense? Thank you so much, Rachel and Mindy. I love the podcast. I look forward to listening to, uh, to, listening to it every week. Um, bye. Thank you. 
That is a fantastic question. (laughs) 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 And one I've been asking myself for 10, 20 years now. Um, Yeah, I... Of course. I mean, I couldn't believe yeah. that uh, Jimmy doesn't come back. Or, I mean, it was it was crazy to me that that uh, Jimmy wouldn't be involved uh, after your daughter. Yeah, da- your died. daughter dies. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I right. remember them saying, uh, you know, because I think my agents contacted them because I was like, whoa you know, I'm not coming back for anything. Right. And, they're, and they're like, well, they're not having any funeral scenes and they don't like to do funeral scenes or something like that. And Was there not so, a funeral scene? I don't think no, there was. it picks up three months after yeah. he dies. Yeah. So there was, right. so there so was, was discussion about it. But I, I mean, you know, uh, and, and what storyline would I have had? I think it would have been a shattered man. I mean, who, yeah. who left, who leaves his daughter um, and just abandons her, uh, and she ends up dying. I mean, it's it's every parent's biggest oh nightmare that you mm-hmm. you shirk your responsibility, and then uh, the worst possible outcome. Ha- I mean, I can't. I know as yeah. a parent, right? Yeah. You you look and you're just yeah, you're gutted. I can't even imagine. So it'd be great if there was. So no a wonder scene you where... were rated the like yeah, worst exactly. <laughs> on yeah. television. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I know. You know, you do come back in one more episode. I found out. I, I do. The, yeah, I, I came it's back. It's the alternate yeah. universe. Yeah. Like oh. the, yeah, some sort of alternate. I have no idea why I, why I went back there. <laughs> it was the back there, it not was, yeah. for your daughter's. Yeah. yeah. I, it was the Christmas Kaha. Julie is married to Sandy. And right. I wonder if Jimmy's with Kirsten in this one. I think so, yeah. I, I think you, yeah, like it flipped, yeah. Oh, I look so. forward to seeing that one. <laughs> I know, right? It's uh-huh. actually one of my favorites. Some some people don't That's like funny. it. But. but I think she also asked where you think your storyline would have gone. Well, I think it would have been Jimmy comes back and he's just shattered human being. Oh, right, yeah. And he realizes that he missed out on an opportunity to be her dad. And, yeah. you know, just was selfish and... I would say you'd go and, all in on on uh, Caitlin at that point, right? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, let's hope. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you never got to do any scenes with Willa Holland, did you? Not really. Oh, uh, she's, was, she's in the Christmas. We took like a photograph. I remember <laughs> as a family, but yeah, very few, very few scenes. Yeah. If only she was going to be at the uh, convention. I know. That, yeah. Well, she should be at the or Shailene, Cooper family. You know, either one. Yeah, either one. <laughs> yeah. Works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll take who knows. Maybe any there'll Cooper. be more. Any the- Cooper. Any Cooper will do. Yes. <laughs> because Alice I Cooper. Had- <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of any conventions with um the OC before. So I know. Maybe I'm, I'm be psyched. More. I'm so psyched. Yeah, yeah, that'll be so fun. I, w- I wasn't when- gonna do it, but when I found out you were doing it, yeah, I'm I was gonna like, go hang oh, out hell, with Mindy. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Yay. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. No, they 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 can be very fun. And now that I've had COVID, I'll, I'll be I'll be okay Way to more. be around a lot of people. You'll have yeah. a lot more fun now. <laughs> yeah. Both of you. Billy, yes. let's, you know. We're COVID free. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like to watch us and you'll want to watch this one, check it out on YouTube. <laughs> My sandals. Bye. You know, you don't want to see the baby see Tate's Burks. <laughs> They're the star oh. of this episode. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Boy. bitch. Is... <laughs> <laughs> She's talking Bye, to bitch. me. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye.